0: So it's like a sell-by date.
1: Exactly. It might be way beyond the sell-by date by a couple months. <laughs> Whatever, it's good. Hi, this is Justin.
0: And this is Laura.
1: And it's Count Time, your four o'clock stand-up count. We're here to talk about prison life, the different aspects of it, I have a conversation about what it was like to be in prison so I've of course been to county jail but also spent time in state prison as well as federal prison and Laura has her own experiences through her family
0: my grandfather has spent a lifetime in prison he's working on his 56th year I've never known him outside of that
1: now where is he at
0: Uh, my grandfather is at OCC or Omaha Correctional Center which is funny I know you've also spent some time there at the facility
1: Um, lovely place
0: a lovely place, yeah. And then we've ended up living a, a house down from each other in the same cul-de-sac as well. So, small world. Mm-hmm. All right. You mentioned mainline in the last episode. Do you want to elaborate on that a bit?
1: When you first get into prison, whether it's state or federal, um, at least it was introduced to me this way, is the most important meal of the day is lunch. And it's called mainline. But also, it refers to every meal of the day. And it is the most important because that's when when you're being fed and nobody wants to not be fed, especially people that are in prison, you know, and have a limited amount of resources.
0: My grandfather is fortunate enough. He's able to fund himself in prison through our family estates and whatnot. So he can buy food from the commissary. He doesn't have to go stand in line at the cafeteria because I've always heard that the saying three square meals a day for your average person. What does that even mean?
1: Your daily meals, lunch is the most important. That's when all the administration is there. Let's say you're at a prison like Yankton, which is a federal prison camp. The staff are going to eat the same food you eat there. So they're going to want to eat food that is not disgusting, that is edible, and that tastes good. Most of the time, they're not eating breakfast or dinner there. Sometimes they are, but those meals are definitely subpar to lunch.
0: So that's what lunch is like. What is breakfast like?
1: The best breakfast was at, in the state. Like, I mean, I'm talking like biscuits and gravy. You got like two milks, you got juice sometimes, you got a pastry maybe. Like it was a substantial meal, like a couple hard boiled eggs. Like, I mean, they really like served you breakfast, you know? And obviously like if you're in the state, like, you know, at that point, you've probably been in county jail for a long time. And you're not eating very good. You know, so you're pretty thrilled when you get to the state. Like, this is what it's like, you know. Like, you forget that, you know, you were free at one point, And you could do all of these amazing things when you're free. And now you're just so happy that you're getting this better food. Like, it's like, it's a whole different, different mindset at that point. But, so that was my favorite breakfast. Now, breakfast in the feds was... So the first place I was at was Forest City, Arkansas, and that breakfast was horrible. You got bagged milk. You had to just rip it with your teeth and pour it into a glass because it was – so the milk is actually, actually comes from Oklahoma. At one of the prisons in Oklahoma, they have a dairy farm. And so that's where all the milk um, comes from in that particular part of the country. It all has to meet the the government regulations. At least that's what they say. Sometimes the milk sacks were yellow, and that meant that the milk sack was old, and you did not want to drink it.
0: Oh, so it was yellowed with age, as in like old milk color. Yes. Oh, and they would serve that. Yes,
1: because you know why? It's just another inmate behind the line, and they are just trying to just get out of their job. Yeah, I mean, almost everybody has a job, and if you don't find one, you get assigned to the kitchen. Yeah, and so. You better, once you get there, you get three days to find your to find a job. And it's definitely hard to find a job. We'll cover all that in another episode. For me, I always looked at it like this. Like, I need X amount of protein every day, right? Yeah. So I'm working out every day. Like, I, that's all there is to do, you know? Like, aside from, you know, there's other things to do, but that's the primary focus when you're in prison is I'm going to get big, you know? And so <laughs> <laughs> the only way to do that is by eating right. And so you're trying to eat as much protein as possible. So it's like, okay, I'm going to drink five milks in the morning and that's, you know, eight grams of protein per serving. So that's 40 grams of protein I get in the morning. And then you got lunch well, the chicken has this much protein and like adding all that stuff up throughout the day. And so you're going to want to eat every meal that you get because if you don't have money, I mean, that's all you're getting. So you might – You get as many, you get as much beans and rice as you want, but you get one chicken or you get one, unless you pay an inmate for extra, which you definitely can do, um, you're getting served what's on your tray. And once you're sitting down, like that's it. And when the meals are over, the meals are over. So if you don't have food in your locker, you're hungry, you know, unless somebody's helping you out.
0: Could you explain what the menu is like, what kind of schedule they're on, if any, or is it just some lady in a hairnet decides she wants to cook beans that day
1: so it's a five week rotating menu let's say week one week one is x y and z every single day so i'm speaking from the federal system because that's my most recent experience and uh, i was in there long enough to where it's becoming ingrained in my head Mm -hmm. um so every monday is sort of like you might have tuna you might have chicken salad green beans or like mixed vegetables something or a a wrap you might get a wrap to put your disgusting tuna salad in or something like that <laughs> so it's not great like lunch is not great on Mondays pretty much ever sometimes it was chili cheese fries which could be okay but again it's chili cheese fries in prison so it's not gonna be
0: so chili is a,
1: is a risky yeah. creation like, in prison
0: chili I don't know that I'd ever want to go to a prison cafeteria and say, I'll have the chili yeah, don't- like I don't
1: Don't have the chili. I wouldn't go to a
0: school cafeteria. It's not that bad. It really, depending on where you're
1: at, no. (laughs) I mean, depending on where you're at, they might put a little more effort into it than other places, but typically it's red and it has ground beef in it and hopefully the ground beef is cooked, you know? Oh my goodness. um, But no, it's not that bad. Um, I'm being, I'm being dramatic, but uh, yeah. But uh, Tuesdays, Tuesdays are good. Tuesdays is is a chicken sandwich. So, and it's usually, and it's usually breaded and like fried or like, not fried, but like an oven, like Burger King kind of thing, you know, on a bun. One time we got Chick-fil-A. So this is also what happens. In
0: prison? Listen,
1: the food administrator, which is the guy in charge of ordering all the food for the year for the prison. Imagine that job. You've got 1,800 inmates. You've got to feed them three meals a day, and you have a budget of two million dollars, and Ooh. you have to figure that out. I mean, it's it's mind blowing That'd how you would come up with this stuff. They're responsible for feeding a a small town every single day. These people have been in this industry for so long that they literally couldn't go anywhere else and have any kind of ability to to, to function. Right, like prison is prison for the inmates and for the staff. You know what I mean? Like if you're working in a prison for 20 years, you're also institutionalized and (laughs) having a difficult time adjusting to the real world, even though you're making a great income and you're getting a federal law enforcement pension. I mean, that's a benefit, but it messes with your mind and it ruins your whole, you know, way to relate to people. But, uh, back to the, Food administrators, they might have this vendor who's like, OK, well, we got this truck full of Chick-fil-A stuff that fell over and slightly was less refrigerated for the amount of time that's federally required for it to be refrigerated before it's served to the public. So we have to either throw it away. But It's not bad. It's fine. It's just because of the bureaucratic tape that is surrounding our federal government with right. every single thing that you do, it doesn't meet the requirements, so they have to get rid of it.
0: So it's it's like a sell by date.
1: Exactly, it might be way beyond the sell by date by a couple months, <laughs> whatever. It's good. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad just because it has a date on it. They do that to make you buy other stuff, <laughs> like maybe milk. Milk is the only thing that I really am like picky about the sell by date. <laughs> if it's been in the freezer and it's a year, I'll eat it.
0: Or if it's yellow oh, yeah. in a bag, sometimes yeah, the yellow bags were <laughs> slightly
1: frozen too. It looked like worth oh. the
0: extra eight grams of protein. Yeah. well
1: you gotta you gotta get it. You're not gonna get it elsewhere. God. <laughs> but uh, so he might get a deal on Chick Fil A, and so you might have Chick Fil A, and you're excited to get Chick Fil A, but then you have it for three months straight. Yep. And
0: because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> that
1: truck was huge, but
0: it's <laughs> <and> <laughs> but it's deep fried because they had to fry out all the bacteria. Well, so, I mean, yeah, it they works had to. Out.
1: Yep. <laughs> They took the friars out of almost every federal prison, oh, though, no. because so now people are mad. Like they are just but getting baked. You I'd know.
0: be yeah, I'd be pissed too. You know, I yeah, won't lie. That's all I live for. <laughs> Tuesdays. So is Mainline the most important part of the day because the meal is, is better?
1: Yeah, it's better because every well every day you know what you're getting. Wednesdays are hamburger day, so you're always getting a burger on on on, <laughs> on top Wednesday. Of it, you are yeah, like definitely. Thursdays chicken. And Friday's fish.
0: <laughs> I mean that's that's kind of like a typical American household though sure. when you're looking at Well it's
1: your... like an elementary school.
0: Yes, it is. Like when you and I log on to our children's yep. different sure. schools, I look at her menu. Yeah, I I mean we're neighbors. Our kids go to two different schools. Right. Um, My daughter's always
1: refused to eat the lunch that the school serves. (laughs) Mine too. Super convenient. I've been
0: making her (laughs) salami sandwiches. Yeah, mine (laughs) likes salami too. We
1: gotta stop letting them (laughs) hang out. They're gonna start feeding off of each other.
0: (laughs) Anyway, um,
1: yeah. (laughs) So it is. It's a lot like being in a really effed up high school. I gotcha. So anyway. Do you want to proceed to holiday meals? Yeah. Let's say it's Christmas. Your Christmas sucks in prison. You know, like you're not with your family. You're right. by yourself. Um, because honestly, like nobody really wants to hang out in a group. Of course, you're going to watch TV together. You're going to watch a, you know, a football game or you're going to watch whatever it is that they've got on. Most prisons in the federal system, they show movies like every weekend, starting on Friday Friday. Every two hours, it'll be a showing of a particular movie on one channel. So, like, there is things to look forward to, very minuscule things. But the biggest thing to look forward to was the holiday meals because they really go all out for you. Because, honestly, like, you make everybody tired by feeding them more than they can possibly eat. (laughs) And they take home with them, you know, Just as much as they're being fed that day, this is my opinion anyway, like I'm not going to be depressed and pop off on somebody because I'm tired and and I ate a ton of food. So Mm -hmm. like, and it was good food. Like it was way better than what you would normally get. I remember my first Thanksgiving, which was in Forest City, Arkansas, you had half of a turkey. They give you a half of a turkey just to yourself. That's insane. Deep fat fried. I mean, you couldn't carry the amount of food out of the chow <laughs> hall that they gave you, and they gave you so much. They give you a whole pie to yourself, you know. Like, plus you're getting all of the ex, you know, the the sides, you know, green beans, mashed potatoes, you know, sweet potatoes, everything you can think of, and you're piling as much on as possible because you're going to eat this all day. And the people, the administrators that are there serving it to you, they want to go home to their families. So you're getting one meal that day and that's that meal. But then they'll also give you a sack lunch on your way out. So you eat the sack lunch for dinner because they're required to serve you dinner, Right. but they don't want to be there for dinner because they want to be with their families. So they're, you're getting all the food you're going to have for that day in one fell swoop. Wow. And I mean, it doesn't matter. You're not going to eat the sack lunch anyway. You're going to eat all the food that you got and you're going to probably mix it with a whole bunch of things that you already have. And you're going to create a whole new meal for dinner.
0: So is this like takeout?
1: Yeah, it's takeout. You got to take it from the, uh, chow hall mm-hmm. to your unit or your, your dorm or whatever it is you're living in. Like you're, I mean, if depending on where you're at, you know, like you might take it to your cell and you might cook in there with your cellie, you know, but you're not gonna be locked in your cell. You're going to be out enjoying the day too they're going to have tons of activities for you throughout the day that are planned by inmates so like the inmates that work in the gym and the inmates that work you know in education or whatever they've got you know different things going on all day one thing that is always a uh, a staple during christmas or the holidays is bingo so like they're gonna have you can play bingo at night and with a huge group of people and win prizes yes there are prizes
0: yeah, so so there's prizes with
1: There is. Usually it's the holiday bag that you get. So,
0: used to a holiday be Holiday bag. Yeah, they <laughs> give
1: you a holiday bag and okay. you usually get it on the 22nd. So you're getting it very close to Christmas.
0: Okay. Um what does that entail? So,
1: it's now these days it's manufactured by Keyfi. I can't speak to them as a corporation, but I can say that they make their money by overcharging inmates for crap. <laughs>
0: So, so like, uh, coffee.
1: Yeah, coffee. Uh, they have their own brand of chips called Moon Lodge. And uh, you cannot buy any of these things in the grocery store.
0: Uh, Keefy, so the, the ones who are known for their coffee.
1: Are they known for their coffee?
0: Like hotel rooms. <laughs> they do produce
1: coffee. Imagine you've had no caffeine for how long mm-hmm. because you've been in county jail. You could buy it in county jail. Like, that's where it starts. You know, you have, it's on every list at every prison I've ever been to, you can buy the Kiwi coffee and it's so jacked full of caffeine. People drink it and they will literally, people will buy it because you can only buy two bags a week. And this isn't on the county side. Um, you, cause you can only have so much property on mm-hmm. you. So they have limits on all you can buy and the limit is $50 a week. So you can buy two bags of coffee. Well, two bags isn't going to last you seven days. Mm -hmm. So somebody who doesn't drink the coffee is also buying the coffee and they're willing to sell you by the shot (laughs) coffee. And there are people that will literally give up their whole meal for a shot of coffee.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And those are the people I look at and I'm like, you're a a real drug addict there. (laughs) Like that's that's dedication right there. Like if I'm willing to give up my food for a shot of coffee, they might be snorting the coffee. Like it's crazy.
0: So real fast. What are allergies like?
1: Oh, so yeah, you do get, uh, if you have a food allergy, typically you have to say that right at the beginning, you know, when you get there. So
0: what if you develop an allergy?
1: Then you have to go through, you have to go through what they call uh, the administrative remedy procedure, which is you file a motion. Not in the courts you do it in the in the in the prison which is basically it's something called a cop out is what they're called and that's <laughs> the actual term it's printed on the sheet i don't know <laughs> what it means or why it's called that but it is literally a federal form called a cop out and you write to who it it's to yeah and then you write your name and register number and your unit and then you write what it is you want on that and you put it in the mailbox and it gets sent by the prison mail system to whomever it is you've addressed it to where it will be promptly discarded. <laughs> and so typically though because of different severities of food allergies, let's say you have a peanut allergy or some you know something like that. That is a liability to them. So they're going to take it seriously because if if they mess up and you die or you become severely disabled as a result of their negligence, mm-hmm. then they're gonna pay for it. And the federal government has deep pockets and everybody knows that. So they're they're gonna make sure and accommodate
0: That's how they address allergies because they're a liability.
1: Right. And they have to yeah, they have to keep us alive. You know, obviously families wanna see their loved one come home someday if they have an date, which is you know, not everybody.
0: What about uh, what about dietary restrictions though? Like there are plenty of people who sure. Muslim, are kosher, kosher, Muslim. Yes. Yeah. Just so
1: like you that. you uh, you indicate that when you arrive, um, mm-hmm. they do accommodate that. They're required to. So you do get um, kosher meals. So it's going to be a different color tray that you get oh. at some point when you're going down the line. The people get used to knowing that you get that, and so they just have it ready for you.
0: Okay.
1: Um, typically, it's subpar. You know, it's not the same as, is what you're getting, you know, but some days it's better than what you would get, you know? So like, for instance, on the day that it was barbecue pork, I never ate the barbecue pork ever. <laughs> like it was disgusting looking. One time I saw like pig hair in it. Like it was a chunk oh. of like, that turned me off. The only, the only pig product I will eat is bacon. And that's been my life thing forever and in prison it definitely you didn't get real bacon you had turkey bacon which is horrible
0: <laughs> so we prefer turkey bacon yeah but I'm not this turkey bacon it.
1: not oh. this turkey oh. bacon this turkey this bacon Kiva was not like bacon? real <laughs> real turkey bacon like that you get out here i mean it kind of had a bacony taste to it but it looked like bacon strips like dog oh strips like only it was a little bit more substantial but uh You got one or two pieces. Sometimes you got 18 pieces because nobody would go to eat that day. But anyway, as far as like dietary restrictions, yes. So like if you're kosher, you're going to get your kosher tray. And so on a day where you would have um, a pig product, which would be like hot dogs, let's say. You got a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, but on days when it's pork, uh, barbecue pork, which is horrible. Like I know some people that loved it, but it was horrible. I, I think about it now, and like, I forgot about it till just now, honestly, but, like, that is the worst meal that you could get, is barbecue pork, because you never knew what was in it. Like, it was just ground up, you couldn't tell the quality of the meat. I mean, sometimes I tried to eat it, but most of the time I never did. Like, that was a day that I would eat soup or something, you know, whatever I had in my locker, which wasn't a whole lot at all times, but... It was only like twice in the five-week rotation that you would have to eat that anyway. So not horrible. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So so you have to state it upon entry. Right. Right. I I happen to know that there are some people who convert. Sure. In, while in prison. Like what happens for those individuals? You can
1: convert to whatever you want in prison right. and they have to honor, you know, whatever it is you want to do. So it's a freedom of religion. You know, you can pick whatever religion you want. If you're a, let's say, a white 20 year old or whatever, you, typically you got caught on the internet trying to entice a underage person. And you are, you're going to be dealt with by the white people in the prison unless you're Muslim. Because if you're Muslim, you're protected by the other Muslims.
0: So typically conversion in prison yeah. is a safety precaution. No, not everything
1: though. Like if you're converting to, Judaism. It might be because you are interested in Judaism, and it might fascinate mm-hmm. you, and you might want to. Get, you know, you have a lot of time on your hands, so like, what better time to you know memorize Hebrew, you know, than when you're in prison? <laughs> and, and yeah, but I didn't see a whole lot. It just depends on where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, you're coming from the streets, and you know, you're then you're just running with your your guys. You're not like I went to church a few times when I was in prison but in all honesty like looking around you and you saw the people that were in the church you're like I don't want to be affiliated with these people mm-hmm. and you might have a relationship with God but you better have it in your in your room you know what I mean like because you don't want to be affiliated with those people
0: mm-hmm. so still referring back to the type of people attempting to entice others online,
1: and if you're seen with them then you might as well be them mm-hmm.
0: Produced by Daniel Largabrate, music by Elliot Torres and Matt Williams, art by Nick Chalupa at Hikari Studios. Thank you for listening, and just remember, we're all your neighbors.